What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And by Manscaped.com and the promo code HAM. And by Sleep Number and the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. Go to sleepnumber.com slash ham to find the nearest store to you. And by SeatGeek, promo code HAM, 10 bucks off. Now to the segment. Good, solid day for the Raiders too, man. Colts. Did you see that stat? The Colts. I don't know. Did they finish a seven point? There was like every every game they've played has been a seven point game this year. Well, they lost by like three. So yeah, today was even a coming into this, even coming into the day. I think every I'm pulling up their schedule right here, but I think every game they've played has been a seven point game. They lost to the Dolphins sixteen to twelve. So that's good for the Raiders. Someone texted me mid game. He had three. Yeah, Hoyer threw three picks today. Aren't they paying him a healthy amount of money? Uh, no, because remember. Oh, yeah, you're right, because they had to overpay a little bit. I think they gave him, like, yeah, $12 million, like a two-year $12 million deal. Yeah, every every game, some... John, they lost by six, they lost by six, one by two, one by three, lost by seven, one by three, one by seven, one by two, lost by two, lost by four. I mean, Frank Reich is going to have – all his white hair is going to be gone. It's crazy. Well, they're just – well, they're not that talented. Like, when you watch them, you go, how many really good players do they have? And you lose a quarterback. Like, Brian Hoyer, I saw a good tweet today. They're like, God, I hope Brian Hoyer is worth this much. Like, he must be the best mentor in the film room in America because he's not a good football player. Well, how do – that's you know, just crazy like, to me, John, is they have Brian Hoyer throw three picks, and they – well, I guess they're playing the Dolphins, and they still only lose by four. They're playing they, – yeah. They, well, Fitzpatrick threw a pick. I think they had – the Dolphins had uh, any fumbles. No. But, yeah, I just – they're playing the Dolphins. I think that's – I saw Roto World had a tweet. They're like, Balage, workhorse day, 24 carries, 45 yards or something. You know, it's like their their talent on the team. And this this does speak to Brian Flores. And I've been saying this over and over. And it really hit me Monday night a couple weeks ago when they were playing the Steelers. They are playing their balls off. Like they are just playing so hard. It's the most underappreciated thing in pro sports, if you really just give maximum effort, if you're just a pro, 
even if you suck, but you're a pro, even in the NFL, your team might win three games. Like even if you are, you just say the talent on the Dolphins at this point in time is legitimately a, a zero win team. But they're going to play so hard, they might end up, and you're just going to luck into like facing a backup quarterback, facing a team off a short week, getting a Thursday night game against the Jets. You might just end up with like, damn, we won four games, you know? And you feel more prideful in a four-game season than probably some seasons when you had a bunch of talent and you win like six or seven games. And I, you see today, another big thing for the Raiders, the Chiefs, they have lost, in their last six games, they've lost four of them. And you watch Ryan Tannehill, and I was pretty locked into that yeah. game, Tannehill's not bad. Like, he's definitely better than Mariota right now. And I can see where Gase and some people that were in Miami the last couple of years, like, God, if he would have just stayed healthy, we would have been pretty competitive. I watched the Colts thinking, like, what if Andrew Luck was was their healthy quarterback? Now he wasn't going to be their healthy quarterback right now. But the Colts are playing defense. Well, yeah, the, the Colts, like, the Raiders have more blue-chip players than the Colts. You know, the Colts, they have, like, one elite player to me. That's T.Y. Hilton. And I guess they're guard. But, like, what can a really a guard – he can only do so much. So, I mean, the running backs are okay. Ebron's, you know, solid. But Ebron, you have to get him the ball. That's the thing about, like, oh, if your best two players are your receivers, well, if Hoyer's your quarterback, like, good fucking luck. So, Texans are 6-3. and three, Chiefs are 6-4. and four, Bills are 6-3. and three, Steelers are 5-4. and four, Raiders are 5-4. and four, Colts are 5-4. and four, Titans are 5-4. and four, Titan, no, Titans are five and five. Five and five, sorry. I gave up on the reading. But, I mean, really. Right. You, do you have the playoff picture? Yeah. So, right now, for some reason, the Steelers have, and not that it matters, but the tiebreaker. Winning like percentage in, the six in conference games. So, they're four and two, and the Raiders are three and two. Wow, so. I've been saying this over and over. I think the Bills are a playoff lock. You watch them today on the road. Their defense is elite. Like, to me, their defense is good enough. I'm pulling up their schedule right now. Is good enough to get them to 10 wins. Uh, I don't know what's the fuck. My internet's going so goddamn slow. I can't pull up the Bills schedule. I'll pull it up. But, okay, they got... So, the Bills. They lose to the Browns today. They're 6-3. and three. At the Dolphins. Win. Broncos. In Buffalo, probably a win. Then they get Cowboys, Ravens, Steelers, Patriots. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I spoke too soon. And the Jets. So they got the Bills have a lot of tough games. They got a they got a four game stretch here in basically starting after Thanksgiving at Cowboys versus the Ravens at the Steelers at the Patriots. So they could lose all those games. So if they lost all those games, that'd be four. That would be seven. To get to nine and seven, they would have to beat the Dolphins, beat the Broncos, and beat the Jets. So maybe maybe I spoke too soon after looking at the schedule. Maybe I feel more comfortable saying they're a nine and seventeen. But I think you could look at the AFC and go, could the two wild cards be nine and seven? Could eight and eight get you a wild card spot? Probably not, but it's not. If you're trending in the eight and eight direction, now the Raiders. Here's where they are helped out, right? Their next two games, well, their next game, the the Bengals are the worst team in the NFL. I think that's pretty well established at this point. They consistently get blown out. They're horrendous. They, I mean, they're awful. So I, I feel comfortable giving the Raiders that win. The one game I don't feel as comfortable, and everyone just does this, just because it's a long road trip, 
The Raiders have, don't really, they haven't been winning that long. Like, when you go on the road to play the Jets, yeah. you know, Darnold can get hot, Jamal can make some play. Just weird shit can happen. Now, they should win that game. I would, would you guess they'd be favored in that game? Yes. And then you get the Chiefs, and as you alerted me, the Chiefs will be coming off a bye. Which Andy is, what, 16-3 and three or 17-3 yeah, or 16-4 or yeah. something like that. The number's high. Here is the curveball, though. And we had been talking about this a couple weeks ago. We were like, well, keep an eye on the Steelers. Well, they won today. The, St- the next four games for Pittsburgh, they play the Browns this week, Thursday Night Football, at Cleveland, which is a big game for them. Then they get the Bengals, Browns, and Cardinals. And then the Bills and the Jets. If they win this Thursday night game, and they're 6-4, and four, then they get the Bengals and then the Browns again at home. They're in pretty good position. I, I would say that the Steelers might be better off. The Steelers and the Raiders. I would say the Steelers have the best chance of getting to 10 wins. The Bills is going to be challenging, and obviously the Raiders, to me, it's still going to be challenging just because it's hard to just put them in lock on these road games, you know? Like, at Kansas City, they haven't played well historically with Derek. Uh, Gruden's never beat Andy, obviously, in these, the three games he's been back. Even, like, the Denver game, Denver have a bye. Yeah, they must have had a bye this week. That Like, that game is just, it's Denver. You, we've talked about it, rivalry game. Denver's weird place. It's not easy, right? Yeah, I'd say ten. I'm, I, are you so you're eliminate, eliminating Tennessee? Their schedule? No, I'm not. I, I, I would realize today who has the worst record in the AFC South. It's the, the Jaguars, Jaguars are like five, four and yeah. five. But here's Tennessee's schedule: Jacksonville at Indy, at the Raiders, Texans, Saints at the Texans. That's difficult. Now they beat the Chiefs, so. Do you think do you think a nine and seven team gets in the playoffs in the AFC? Um. Uh. So for somebody to go nine and seven, it's either the you'd be basically it's one of these teams goes four and three the rest of the way. So I think it's possible that Buffalo is yeah yes I do. Like there's a de- to me there's a decent chance. That there's like four or five nine and seven teams, guy, and there's just all these tiebreakers. Like, th- there's a chance that all the five and the six and the seven and the eight are all like nine and seven. Uh, see, I, I I used to think the Buffalo was some lock, but you just look at their schedule. They, their offense is not good. They, their defense is excellent, but their offense. Is not I gotta good. look. I know Jack. I think Jacksonville's schedule gets well. Actually, it doesn't. But they play the Raiders, and like you just said, they play the Titans. Still, they play. The, I was saying ten, that they was play Tennessee. The Colts again. Yeah. Jacksonville play, plays the Colts twice, plays at Tennessee, plays Tampa. They get the Chargers, the Foles is back. and they go to Atlanta. So it's just all these games are really interesting. I'd say the thing for the Raiders, these next two games, just because you've got to go on the road to Denver, to Kansas City. Like you said, Tennessee is still solid. They're coming here. Jacksonville is not. I mean, that, that Tennessee game, actually, like I'm a, getting kind of fired. Both, the, both those AFC South games. I agree, and when you say the one thing, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, we'll see what happens this week playing the Titans, and Foles might just be in a big upgrade for them, and maybe they win. But that game against Jacksonville, I think a lot of Raider fans, oh, win. Well, that team is really, really talented. Like Jacksonville top to bottom has better players than the Raiders. 
Now the Raiders have an identity, and I, I think the Jacksonville's are still trying to figure that out. And part of that has been they haven't had their starting quarterback, and they play with a backup who had done a you know serviceable job. But it's I, I think the AFC playoff picture. Now, granted, it's not like two teams fighting to get to eleven wins. It might be nine and sevens, but that's it's entertaining, and it's some you know you know. The Bills, kind of some new blood. Yeah, it makes me Maybe wish the, Titans, the Niners, the Raiders. It makes me wish that the Raiders, excuse me, were finishing with Jacksonville and Tennessee instead of Denver and the and the Chargers. Well, I agree. Because um, we we you know here's where kind of like the football gods are doing the Raiders a little bit of a solid, and we both thought it was kind of bullshit. You're like last year at the Coliseum, you can't have the last game of the season at the Coliseum. Well, the last two games, right, were Tennessee, Jacksonville, and we're like that kind of sucks. And you realize, well, actually, those games could be really huge. Against those specific teams, right, right now, the other thing I said it last week, and I'll say it again now. It looks even bigger. To, it looks even bigger today. Just get ready. They now they got to win to make this happen. But they play Cincinnati. They play New York. Like you said, you got to win those games. But December first, they're going to Kansas City, and it's going to be. We're going to be talking about that game. Like if they if they beat Cincinnati and the Jets, like it's one of the biggest games of Derek Carr's career. He's never played in the. He didn't play in the playoff game. Uh, that they played, if they win the next two games, give, given the situation they're in now with Kansas City's loss, that they're only a half game behind the Chiefs and they've already lost. Like, we haven't talked about really them winning the AFC West, but if they win the next two games, that just is going to be part of the discussion when they go play Kansas City, whether you think they're better than the Chiefs or not. I would agree. that This Sunday-Monday is a pretty big stretch because they play Cincinnati – at home, right? Yeah. Or they go to Cincinnati. They play Cincinnati at home. So you win that game and you're six and four. Right. Well, the Chiefs play the Chargers at at home on Monday night football. So that would and again, the Chargers, you know, are just one of those weird they give teams you a good game. that game is probably uh, tight. I know yeah. if I watch them, I'll probably be entertained. But you're six and four, and if the fucking Chiefs were to screw that thing up, you would be in first place, guy. That, that's that's the huge curveball here. Like, Kansas City going to continue to fall apart? But, like, today, their, their defense is killing them. I mean, they lost 35-32 to 32 in a game where Mahomes' guy was 36-50. of 50. So, if you do the math there, it's like 72%. He threw for 445 yards, and he had three touchdowns. Like, to me, it's hard to lose those games where... It's one thing to lose 20 to 17 when Mahomes throws three picks. You're just like, my quarterback had a terrible game. He's my best player. Guy, fucking their star player dominated. Dominated. That The end of that, the bad snap, and then the guy threw it, which was a double whammy because he threw it. He got a... Uh, intentional uh, grounding. Dustin Cole Intentional quit. grounding. What was that? Yeah. And I love he does the like... Now, did you? What did you think? Because it looked like everybody else, when the ball was snapped, moved, like it feels like he didn't know the snap was coming, and it was his fault that he didn't know. Could you tell? Well, the, but, the, but but it skipped. It was such a bad snap. But he wasn't ready for it. He was not ready for the snap to even to save it. You're saying? I'm saying I think one of the reasons. Okay, maybe I'll watch it right now. But I think part of the reason it skipped is because he didn't have his hands ready. Like he wasn't looking. But even if you're not looking, shouldn't it not skip? Yeah, but I'm saying I don't think I think he didn't catch it because he wasn't watching. Yeah, I saw the long snapper talking to Andy, trying to explain himself, himself, like his side of the story. Uh, I I do think that you practice those situations 
that you just got to hit the ground. Like he kind of you got to do anything but that. that how how was he not that that cost them fifteen yards? It's insane. And then they ended up scoring a touchdown. That 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 was an enormous loss for the Raiders, right? Was it? It might have been. A, I mean, because I think it's a ten. Is it a ten or a five yard penalty from the spot? Intentional grounding. Well, I just assumed it was ten. Yeah, it might be. But I wasn't. I had it on mute. Anyway, I... Re- regardless, even if you don't get a penalty, that that was just a devastating play. It really was. They went for it on third and two. Yeah. And the Titans had one timeout, and they chose to pass the ball. And clearly it was one of those, like a quick out, and the guy was covered. So Mahomes was like, fuck. And he's kind of scrambling toward the out of bounds. And luckily he's smart enough, but he hits the ground. And that would that cost him like five or six yards. So it made the field goal a lot longer. Where looking back, the move would have been to run the ball. But... You know, sometimes I always say that, and there was a play in the Steelers game where I was like, what are they doing going on four on fourth and one? And they went four on fourth and one, and Mason throws a sweet, like he does a circle in the backfield, throws this guy wide open, and they get a first down. You're like, genius! You know? So you're always, you're either genius or an idiot if you don't get those fourth and one plays. But that that cost the Chiefs dearly today. And now they're, I don't want to say fighting for the division life, but it's definitely a conversation. And the way the schedule plays out, there's a very good chance that the Raiders are going to win these next two games. So the Chiefs, now one of the weeks is the bye. But they, is it safe to say that it's a must-win game for them Monday night at home against the Chargers? Yeah, well, the thing with the, They still play. They've already beaten the Raiders. Just, just to get, but just to get their yeah, mojo yeah, back. Yeah. They've lost four of the last six yeah, games. Sure. I mean, at the end, they would still play head-to-head with the Raiders, a team they've already beaten, so they could be in position to have any tie go their way. Um but, yeah. No, you're right. Just from a mojo standpoint. The one thing, though, guy, is if I beat you head-to-head twice, let's say, but I go 3-3 three and three in the division because the Chiefs have already lost to, or excuse me, well, the Raiders have beat the Chargers, beat the Broncos. They've lost the Chiefs, so they're 2-1. and one. Let's say they lose the Chiefs again and they beat both those two teams. They go four and two. Well, if you have the same record, let's say you both end at nine and seven or ten and six, which is hypothetical. I think it's based on divisional record, not necessarily head to head. So if you went four and two and they went three and three, you'd win the division. I'm pretty sure because remember we we had stuff like that before where some of these tiebreakers are not as black and white as you think. I don't think it's based on head to head. Uh, division. What would your thought be? My thought would be that it's – well, actually, I already said what my thought was when I assumed that they would win it, but you're right. It makes more sense. The reason you play within a division is so that – It's for the six games, yeah. not just the no, head-to-head. Right. I'm pulling it up. Because I, I just remember – I remember mainly because I remember a scenario where you're like, well, the team beat them twice. Well, they lost all their other games. Uh. But, but again, that's no. that's a that's long not, way away. So I'm looking at the NFL tiebreaker rules here. Head-to-head, the best one-loss percentage. At the end of the regular season, if two clubs in the same division have the same record, head-to-head is the first tiebreaker. So then if we split it, if we had gone one and one, then it goes to the Then next it goes divisional games. Gotcha. So if that game, So that game in Kansas City is massive. Yeah. Like the Chiefs would then be in the driver's seat if, they have the two, if they're 2-0 and o against the Raiders. They would own the tiebreaker, essentially. And you would say it's a little harder for them to go on a losing streak when, when they just have this prolific offense. I mean, they 
they don't really lose many games when Mahomes is that good. But their defense was made some just terrible. Their defense is bad. I mean, so is the Raiders. I, I'd say, what the hell's the difference? You know, both of them are just giving up a lot of points. Yeah, well, the difference between the two teams would be that as good as the Raiders' offense has been, that the Chiefs' offense it's is just bad. more explosive. C- congratulations yeah, on, to um, your boy number ten on healing a clavicle and a ten week clavicle injury and two. Like a quarter. Well, he, he diagnosed, no, he diagnosed have, by Tony he, Romo. He did. He didn't have the, but he didn't have the same clavicle injury. Remember originally as like Foles, it was like a subplex of it. But then when he came back, Tony, who had hurt that same thing, you could tell was like, oh no, because he, he he. I think he put himself in that situation. Like I've been there, man. And then he kind of shook it off, and then he just comes back in the next play. That guy. Like, Kelsey is just a dominant figure, but we've seen, like, that figure at tight end. And you text me today, like, good luck tackling that Well, guy. because I watched him kill a guy on the goal line, and it got wiped out because of a penalty. But some some dude was just putting himself out there to try and make a play and just got demolished. But but we've seen, right, tight ends. Gronk, him, Gonzalez, Gate, like, just sweet tight ends. Some are more physical than others, but I've seen that. Have you ever seen a player like Tyreek? That small, that fast, that strong. No, because he's, he's stronger than Deshaun. Uh, he's just as fast, if not faster. He's more explosive in like a five-yard little Clifton radius. Smith? He can. Uh, no, Clifton was like a four-seven guy, but he but he had that kind of wiggles. He, I'd say Tyreek is the best I've ever seen. Stop to start to stop to start again. Like he can make a juke. Then run like five yards at full speed, and then stop, and then get to full speed again. It's like, geez, the guy's like a fucking video game player. He really is. I, he's remarkable. Like, he's remarkable because he's so unique. I just like Julio. I, I've seen huge wide receivers. I've never seen this. Because you're right, he's strong. Like he breaks tackles. He, and then he can just okay run the go route. I guarantee whoever you have on that team can. I'm gonna run straight, and I swore if if Mahomes gets protected, and just does not overthrow me, I am going to be past the corner. Whether it's Dion, whether it's Revis, or whether it's Adori. Adori actually made one great play today where he leaped at the last second. And Adori can run, right? I mean, Adori's like, yeah. that's the one thing he's got. He runs well, like 4 Remember last week, you pointed out, who do you almost, almost chase down? McCaffrey? He did, right? Well, he did touch yeah, him. Yeah, he scored, but he just if he had five more yards, he would have stopped him. Adori can fly. Well, he and was a track he was was a track star. He ran track at USC while on the football team. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.